Hello. What's going on? It's the eighth episode of I don't know shit about music, and I'm late. I know. Um, but you know that's how things go. There's a lot of times I uh, I go for walks in the morning, and I'm used to people. The uh, the podcast I listen to normally release in the morning, uh, before my walk, and when that doesn't happen. It sucks. It sucks when I go for my walk and I look at Spotify or whatever I'm using to listen to the podcast and it has not been posted yet. And I have to start searching for a different thing to listen to. And while I've found other podcasts that way, I've had some uh, disappointing mornings where I found myself listening to very boring things. And I hope that is not the case for anybody listening to this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what can you do? What can you do, man? Uh, buddy, we had our first show um, without... Well, what is... What What am I trying to say here? We had, our fir- we had a show, first of all, this weekend um, on Sunday at the Orlando Fringe festival a a a spectacle to say the least (laughs) this show only had me and robert in it uh robert who normally plays organ was standing behind a bass that day and it was me behind an acoustic guitar and um you know i i can't really say how it went I I have video of it. I have not watched it yet. And I'm I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. Um I had terrible terrible cotton mouth going up there. My mouth was so dry. I took a I took an allergy pill because it was outdoors and my allergies are just god awful. So I was like, well, the last thing I want to be doing is sneezing and sniffling while I'm trying to sing but I did not take into consideration that sneezing and and sniffling without that you have to be dry and that's what an antihistamine does and it just dries you the fuck out and that's what happened to me and um it my voice was it was I felt very unsure of myself the whole time I was very shaky I felt um, I was not comfortable. It was just a very strange, strange show. It just felt strange. The whole every every piece of it felt weird. It felt off. But um, I don't think we played poorly. I think we did a decent job. I just think the whole the the vibe, man, it it failed the vibe check and. I wasn't wasn't feeling it, but it was a it would have been a cool venue. I think my biggest uh, thing that I was upset about was just not having the full band, not having a drummer, not having Robert on keys and another guy on bass or guitar, just playing. Um, it was just us, and our practices were cool, but the gig was it felt too big for what we were doing. 
I like there were too many people. They had massive PAs just split up throughout the whole whole festival that were just, it was just they were just playing everything we were you know we were playing so I had to think about that <laughs> and for some reason that was like in my head and I kept trying to find I have this thing where when I go on stage in like the few minutes before we start I'll stand in my spot and I'll just kind of breathe and and really chill and say okay this is going to be my home for the next 30 to 45 to an hour however long we're playing and I need to get very comfortable here because this is where I'm going to be I'm not going to be anywhere else and I'm not going to be doing things that are relaxing (laughs) I'm going to be doing some stressful involved things and uh that didn't work this time it wasn't happening for me and that might have been the first time ever that that did not work and um i think the main thing was i my cotton mouth and honestly i re- like there was there were a bunch of chairs set up under the, like so it was a big tent it was maybe an eight i think like 18 by 20 or no probably 40 by 20 tent I don't know what I'm saying. Um, 40 foot by 20. The stage was 20 by 16. Um, so it was in like the one side of it. And the rest was just tent and chairs and grass. And and there there maybe were like 40 chairs. But when we took the stage, one was taken. Maybe two. <laughs> so it was like, I don't know, kind of. Uh, not discouraging because like I I think I should have just more mentally prepared myself for the fact that nobody was coming to see this honestly I had no idea what was what this was gonna be really excuse me but like I don't know I, I got up there and I was super um just uncomfortable and i think the the fact that the audience was empty which normally you would be like what are you like isn't that a good thing like you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah but like i feel like now i would rather work i would rather play in front of a thousand people than two people anytime I would I would much rather do that and that was not happening. <laughs> it was only two people and it sucked. It um which is a very strange thing because I feel like logic says you shouldn't be scared of playing in front of two people. Like who cares? It's only two people. But if you play in front of a thousand that's like terrifying, but that's not what I was getting from this crowd. So it was a little strange to say the least but um we played we played eight songs it was a good time um i'm like getting back into that headspace where i was i was like very uncomfortable and so i'm just gonna move on i guess (laughs) stop talking about it um get me out of there you know it's been a weird weird few days weird few days kind of like a 
I guess like a mini freak out last night. I don't know what that was all about, but we're, we're better today. I've been cleaning all day. I'm working and cleaning all day just, just to like, uh, kind of get back to, to earth. Went for a walk, you know, <laughs> I, uh, went to a party for the first time since quarantine at like since March of 2021. What am I saying? Since March of 2020. Jesus. And, um, that was a, that was a lot of fun. The girl I've been seeing invited me out to, uh, her friend's boyfriend's place. And I had gone there once before we had like a game night, but this was like a little bit more of a party party, but there were still only like 10 people, 11 people. (laughs) So it's nothing more than like what me and my friends have been doing. Um, but it was still a good time. We played flip cup, you know, and all that nonsense and just kind of hung out. And it, it is, it is weird. It's it, like, I think this is the first time I've been surrounded by this many people. I didn't know because I only knew three of them, four of them. I've only knew, met and interacted with four of them. Um, and then the rest were people I had never, never met before. And so that was pretty crazy, seeing all these new faces. And I was like, wow, like, here we are. We're, we're, we're back, question mark? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if we're back. But it, it, it really weirds me out to think that the coronavirus, whatever, COVID-19, whatever you have to call it. I heard the other day that calling it corona is racist. I'm not sure I might be eating the onion right now, but I'm pretty sure whoever posted this was serious. And I was like, what the fuck? They were like, it, 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 uh, oh, what's the fucking word? It's, it does something to Hispanics because it's a Spanish word, Corona. Like, Corona means, like, hold on, let me, let me Google this before I make myself look like a complete complete idiot crown in spanish corona yeah it means crown i knew that i knew that like and the reason they call it that is because the when you you know the little what the virus looks like you know it's the red thing you see it all the time they make it the logo for fucking anything covid related it's red and it's got these little spikes on it and on the end of the spikes it looks like they have they're wearing crowns and that's why it's called the coronavirus because of the the shape of the virus. And I was like, how the fuck are you going to like say that it's racist to call it the coronavirus or Corona sh- for slang short, whatever you want to call it. Like, come on. I, I don't know. These people are ridiculous, but that was just a, a pointless rant. Uh-huh. Um, but what really weirds me out is the fact that we might have to do yearly booster shots for coronavirus like we do for the flu and all that stuff all that good stuff i don't want to do that i don't even get my flu shot man <laughs> like it's it, it weird it definitely weirds me out because i'm like well now what like because i thought you know and everyone's gonna think it's over everyone's gonna think we're done we don't need to go out and get 
you know, vaccinated or any, we can, we don't have to wear a mask, we don't have to social distance, we're done. But if there's a booster shot, with the, like, what, what kind of protection we got anymore? Like, if we're going to need a booster shot in a year, people have been getting the vaccine since, I think, like, December or January. Those are, like, the first, the very first doses. So we're almost halfway through it. And so next winter, we're doing this again. Is that what, is that what, the, like, I don't know, because then where do you go, like, with the lockdowns and everything? Because if this is the, if that was the case, if if it was, if it, if this is the case that we're going to need a booster shot, how are you going to, like, because how many people are going to go out and get the booster shot? There's so many people that are not getting the actual vaccine already, because they're like, oh, I don't want to get microchipped or whatever. But, like, what... I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's very weird to be out without a mask. Like, uh, the Fringe Festival that we played, there were no masks. I wore my mask up on the stage because I thought we had to. But then I realized, no, you don't need them. Like, it said in the email, we don't need them outside. So, I took mine off. I mean, I'm fully vaccinated, and that's the CDC. You know, they said. But, like, where's the cutoff? Are we good for a year or we good for a year and a half, which gives us the time to get the booster shot? Or are we good for ever? Or are we not good for a year? Is it not even going to be a year? You know what I mean? Like, this is very strange, very complicated. And uh, I just feel like a lot of people aren't open to a discussion enough to, like, say, let's sit down and say, okay, let's talk about this. Let's you know, let's run some ideas, let's brainstorm, and let's figure out, um, what, 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 what our thoughts are, and it's, a lot of it is just, I mean, I see a lot of identity politics, where, oh, because I'm, if I'm liberal, I have to believe, you know, that, I have to believe the scientists, I have to believe the news, and I have to say, you know, all this is correct, and everything, but if I'm a, if I'm a conservative, I can't believe the news and the, and, uh, the, you know, the, the virus isn't that deadly, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's so dumb. It's like, why can't you evaluate both sides properly and have a discussion about what's right and what's wrong? Cause like, there might be some things on both sides that are relatively correct. Um, like for example, if the booster shot is necessary then it falls under a sort of guise or disguise of the flu shot like that's basically what it is that you have to get it every year and it changes every year um and it'll be free and everything you know like you can go anywhere and get it it's no big deal but what's the why would you get it you know why are you gonna do like how many people already get the flu shot Personally, I don't get the flu shot because I haven't gotten, I've, I've had the flu once in my entire life and I've never gotten the flu shot. So I'm like, why do I need to go out and get the flu shot? I didn't get Corona. I'm sorry, COVID-19. <laughs> I didn't get it once at all over this whole time. And I lived with two people that had it. I was dating a girl that had it. So... I don't understand what, how they, the they people are going to make 
everyone go out and get booster shots when it's already been so difficult for people to get the vaccine to begin with? I mean, I of course I'm going to get it. I'm not going to not get it. Now, I have a peace of I have peace of mind. I don't have to worry about getting it, and I don't have to worry about giving it. Those are the two. You know, those are the two big things. Those are the only two things. <laughs> and. I just don't see how it's going to be worth it to go out there and get yourself another vaccine after all this. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, read the data. <laughs> Look at what the scientists are telling you, right? That sort of thing. I don't know. I'll list like I'm I'm all ears to everything they have to say, but if if it's you know the like the flu shot, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. If it says you know as if it works just as well as the flu shot, you know what I mean. Like I've never gotten the flu, I've gotten the flu once, but never gotten the flu shot. I'll take and if it works just like that, I'll take my chances. <laughs> like I don't know. It might be laziness, but I think at a certain point, it's more of how much longer am I going to tolerate this? How much longer am, are, are we going to be in this so, sort of environment? And at a, at a point in time, you just got to be like, enough is enough. Like, I need to go back to normal. I need to like get rid of these like this paranoia of just dirt <laughs> germs man like um i still go to the grocery store and like restaurants i feel like i will wear a mask in those places for a while for a while because at this point the mask has become a respect thing <laughs> it's not so much of a you know government mandated oh my god oh don't even get me started on the government mandates and the these republican governors who are like oh you they can't mandate this shit and how it's a infringement on our rights dude it's a mask like maybe i'm a little late for this one but it's a mask. Calm your tits. It's just a mask. Like, it's no different than the government saying you have to wear clothes. <laughs> like, public indecency is a thing. This is temporary, too. That's what I'm, like, it just blows my mind. And I heard somebody say that at this point, they don't want to take their mask off because they don't want to look, they don't want to appear to be an ignorant, in their words, an ignorant conservative. And I, to, that was, I found that to be wild. Because that's kind of the truth. Uh, I, like, in a way, I don't want to take my mask off in certain places because I don't want to look ignorant. I don't want to look like I deny science or anything. Or deny, you know, what what uh research is being done like because the research is real 
you know, you go out and Google it for yourself. That's the thing. These people don't even fucking research shit. They just, they see it on the news and they're like, it's bullshit, man. Because, you know, the, the mainstream media said it. Yeah. It, I mean, they don't always lie. <laughs> Sometimes they bootlick, but they don't always lie. So, and if you're that concerned about it, you would go out and you would fucking research this shit. But they never do. And they just continue to spread misinformation. And we continue this cycle of nonsense until one day we die. And then it's all over. <laughs> and then, and then it's, all, it's we're good. We're, you know, we're all friends from there, I guess, in heaven. I mean, but God forbid you believe in heaven. Or God forbid you don't believe in heaven. It's fucking bullshit. Fucking Why do people got to attack others' beliefs? I don't know. I don't know. Did you you don't come to this podcast to listen to me rant about all the shit that's going on in the world? You you come to this podcast because I don't know shit about music and you want to hear me talk about it. Well, I ain't got much to say. <laughs> I don't know if anybody listened to Van Weezer. Don't waste your time. Uh, that was mean, but don't waste your time. It's funny that they just kind of sat on this album for a year and waited for Corona to end to release it for the Hella Mega Tour. And it, I don't think they changed anything in it. I, I doubt, in fact, that they did anything to it to make it any better over the course of that whole year. It was not very good. It, it felt very dry and generic and it's the same thing with Green Day's music like I don't understand what they're getting old and they don't do drugs oh okay that, is that what it is? Is really is that what it is? they're getting old and they don't do drugs anymore because there have been some quite prolific songwriters and that it doesn't matter that they're sober or that they're old they're still writing good songs in the case of Green Day and Weezer, that's not true at all. I feel like the lyrics are very cheesy. The they're um they carry no weight. There's nothing meaningful in any of these albums. Like Green Day released a new song with Pollyanna or something, and I'm just like Can you just stop fucking just stop? Just stop. With Weezer, it's different because I feel like they're kind of just like, at this point, they're a meme. They're a whole-ass fucking meme. They don't give a fuck. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to fault Weezer. But Green Day still tries so hard and still takes themselves so seriously. And then they don't at the same time. And I'm like, what do you... I don't, I don't understand what the vibe is you're going for. But you're trying way too hard to stay relevant, to stay cool, to stay whatever. Like, I don't know, they have this fucking unicorn that's thrown up a rainbow on all their shit recently, um, since Father of All was released, and I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's garbage. It's like, this is a stupid thing for you to attach yourselves to. They call it horny, and I'm like, that's a fucking awful name for a unicorn. Like, I don't know what they're doing, to be honest, because I don't know shit about music, but if I did... I would ask them to stop doing 
whatever it is they're doing because it's not working uh, every every lyric Billy Joe Armstrong sings sounds like there is a gun pointed at his head and he's just getting it out because he has to it there's no real like and anything in his voice it's not real it just doesn't sound real it sounds very forced and and I don't I don't like that <laughs> I don't like it one bit uh you know I've been a Green Day fan since 2004 when American Idiot came out and I was eight years old and my buddy down the street came and showed it to me and I was like that's incredible like I remember that and I remember just falling in love with the whole album listening to it from front to back every time then when bullet in the bible came out i did the same thing then dookie and you know it went then i started to go through the whole the whole discography and dookie and insomniac insomniac are great nimrod warning even you know american idiot and all all those are so good and i really really like 21st century breakdown I thought that was a a good album. I think I of course still think American Idiot's better, but Twenty First Century Breakdown is the same thing. It's just a continuation, and it's really good. Um, it's not a continuation story wise, but it's still pretty good. But then they released the trilogy, and I was like, oh, what's that? Because <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember being so excited for the trilogy. I was like, 36 songs? Hell yeah, they're all going to be bangers. I was wrong. I was very wrong. If they were to do anything, they should have just released it as one album. 12 songs, 12 of, you know, the best 12, because there was so much filler in those albums. And as the albums progressed, there was just more filler. So, like, maybe a third of the first album was filler, then a half of the second, then most of the third was filler. Just bullshit. (laughs) Then they released an album later, like, two years later, called Demolicious, which had, like, it was basically a compilation of all the songs from, not all of them, but, like, I think, like, 14 or 15 of the songs from the trilogies, just, like, um, as demos, like, before they were really done. And they sound so much better. <laughs> like, I don't know where they they ditched their guitar tone that they had. They ditched the voice that they had, like the voice in general. Like, I don't mean just singing. Like, just everything sounds different. It's much more pop, and it's much more just uninspired bullshit is what it really is. I don't <laughs> that's it. But um I don't know. Greta Van Fleet's releasing good music. <laughs> Always got them, right? They're going on they just announced new dates. They're playing a show in Connecticut with the nude party that I wanna go see. They're they only announced four shows at the moment for this year. And it's later in September, I think. But we'll see if they announce like a. Um, they're gonna announce a bigger tour very shortly, I'm sure. But for the moment, they only have those four dates, and one of them has a nude party. So I think that'd be the one I'd go see if I could. 
And since I'm always in New Jersey and have a place to crash, like I feel like I could make it to Connecticut, no problem. See that show. It's very close. I've been to Ken- like I remember months ago. When was that? Had to be uh, September-ish, 2020. I went to visit my parents in Jersey, and we went. Connecticut opened, like they opened. You know, you were allowed to go to places now in September, and um, we went to a mall in Connecticut. We drove like an hour and a half just to go to the mall, just to like hang out, and uh, it was. It was weird, man. Most of the stores in the mall were still closed. Um, I think like two of the anchor stores were still closed. So it was the only stores open were like Macy's and Sears. So like the J.C. Penney's and the Dillard's were still closed, um, or whatever else is there. I think it was like a Lord and Taylor. I don't know. It's the fucking Northeast. They got weird stores. Which like rest in peace to pretty much every department store except Macy's. Like, J.C. Penney's is fucked. Sears has been fucked. And Dillard's is on its last leg. <laughs> and I think, like, Lord and Taylor is about to kick the can. It's just like, what the fuck? If you guys would keep up with the times. Like, I walked into Dillard's last week. I went to the mall. And I walked into Dillard's. And I was like, what fucking year is it? Green carpet. Wood paneling yellowed ceilings and like just an awful like i'm not gonna knock them too hard on the music but it was fucking coming through a pa speaker like they ripped them out of a middle school that was about to get torn down like it's just coming through you know no bass all treble just like i don't know i don't know what the fuck that was but that was my really shitty impersonation of a crappy speaker just playing music throughout the store and it like I don't know. I just feel like if they would update and be like, hey, we're relevant. But they have been trying to go after the same crowd from when they were 30 until now for the last 50 years. (laughs) Like everything just looks so dated. And it's like, like, how are you going to how are you going to compete with? with a website and people my age, like you're not going to be able to compete with that. And Macy's is one of the few places I feel like that does compete because, you know, no bias, of course, but because when you go in there and you see how they've just like, they kept things updated and a lot of stuff that they had are that, that are, you know, a lot of those things that they had that are old, they still find ways to keep them, without making it look like they're old as fuck whether that's just placing them the proper way painting them you know keeping them clean keeping them nice well maintained like i don't know what it is but dillard's jc penny's for a while tried to stay updated they were they were doing okay but dillard's is bad man i don't understand how i mean i kind of understand how jc penny's is going out of business before dillard's but dillard's is fucked and um, that that's not necessarily a good thing for Macy's, you know, since they're if they're going to stick around, because when you think about a mall, it's not just a Macy's. It's a Macy's. It's a JCPenney's. It's a Dillard's. It's maybe a Sears. Those are those were the anchor stores. 
And when you see these anchor stores leave, the mall dies very quickly. And when a mall only has a Macy's, that Macy's is not going to do very well. Or any one singular department store, that mall is not going to do very well. You want it to do, you know, you want it to have a few, you know, big stores. And with all the big chains closing, it's going to be very interesting to see how the dynamic of a mall changes. Because I don't think a mall is going to completely disappear. I think what we're going to see is more of a, we're going to see a lot more like outdoor sort of shopping centers, um, which is nice. But if it could be indoor, that'd be much better because it's fucking hot as fuck in Florida. So I don't understand why you got to put everything outdoors. <laughs> like, Let's keep the malls around. I like and I like personally, I like walking around the mall, especially if there are cool stores in the mall. But I feel like. Just everybody's interest in malls have just gone away, man. But I don't know. I I don't know. So I don't have as much to rant about. I'm I know it was probably a lot more fun than last week's episode. But I am tired. Like I said, I had a long weekend. Had a mini breakdown yesterday, and uh, you know now we're just kind of vibing. But uh, that's that's pretty much all I got to say right now. So uh, I'll catch you next week. Um, thinking about having Brandon, this kid I've been working with uh, on music with, hop on the podcast with me for a few episodes, see what that's like. But uh, yeah, let me know if you hate him, if I ever do bring him on. <laughs> all right, take it easy, guys. See you next week.